Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Friday! Yes, y'all. I'm so happy it's Friday. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so happy it's Friday. I was like, shoot. My Saturday, I was like, and Saturday and Sunday, my best friend. Mm-hmm. They're my best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they sure are. It's been a busy week, but I'm glad it's Friday, like you said. Absolutely. Welcome to Let's Chat. My name is Leisha. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, my left, the fabulous Miss Tony, coming to kick it with us in the chat room today. We got authors Casper Hill, Sharif Jadon, and Byron Carey. Mm, we got the fellas up in the chat room today. Last night, it was a powerhouse. For those that missed it, please just hit our archives up. It was all and then some. We had a great time, great guests, and even greater conversation. I'm still resonating from that show we had last night. Yes, yes, yes. Blessings and seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that was a great show. And I guess from last night was a, is a, he's a repeat tonight. The one and only Sharif Jardal, four point nine, as he calls himself. 
He was in rare form last night, Leash. He usually comes on here and gives us to us straight, but he held the men down last night in a chat room full of women. <laughs> exactly. I needed a man. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> I needed a man to kind of, because then if we would have had a whole show of women, then it would have been like we bashing men. You know, they, they right. were bashing men in the chat last night. We weren't bashing men. We was just, you know, shooting shit, but... He I'm glad he was there because, you know, it was just interesting. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to go and mm-hmm. check out the archives from last night. You can check them out on blogtalk.com or on iTunes. That's right. We go wherever you go. You can now catch the ladies of Let's Chat anywhere you have access to the Internet. So we're always there. You never know what we yep. may be talking about. You- that's right. You can catch us on any podcast app. Absolutely. And for those that are joining us that are new to our show here on Let's Chat, just to give you a little background on what it is that Alicia and I do here, we uh, love celebrating literature, and not just literature. We celebrate all walks of life here on Let's Chat, no matter what it may be. And our show allows everyone to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is they do because you never know who may be listening and you may touch them on a passionate button that they have. So join us here on Let's Chat on Thursdays and Fridays, um, and, and you never know what you may find out, all the jewels that were dropped. Lots of jewels dropped last night. Not only jewels, but I'll have to let you guys hit the archives and know what else was dropping. <laughs> So there, we had a great time last night. Shout out to all the guests from last night. Tonight, we got the fellas in the building. We're talking about halves and pieces. And because they're all men, they write, um, mm-hmm. they're authors, are there pieces of themselves in the book or is it halves? You know, a, a lot of people oh. write from reality. And they, they write mm-hmm. reality and they switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so right. I like I get interested in that. Like I, I start thinking like how much of this book is them? Is it just pieces mm-hmm. of them or is it like half? Like half mm-hmm. this book is just me. I can't make it up. And the other half is just, you know, some stuff I just had to put in there that, to make it seem fake. Right. That's true. And you know, Leash, sometimes nine times out of ten, art does imitate life. So you, I'm sure you're not the only one because I myself have often wondered as I'm reading something, is this real? Can this actually happen? So it's going to be interesting to hear these powerful men because these are some powerful men in the industry on what their take is and what they put and share with their readers. And do they like having the readers wonder what have and have and what's not? So it's going to be interesting to hear their part. On, on how that hot topic applies to them. Absolutely. And so we do have some new music. Sharif has um, a single out. Y'all know we always try and celebrate all independent artists, whether you're authors, whether you're singers, whether you're rappers. So we are so blessed to be able to receive music from everyone. Um, so, you know, Aaron Bebo, he makes music and books as well. We got some music from Sharif. We're going to take a little break. We're going to play a little of that Aaron Bebo because we want the keys.
Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige. Pump like handles so she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and sign? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer things in life A1 weed, papers and pipes, and we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha, if you're just tuning in. I got T. We are so excited. If y'all are in the Atlanta area, make sure y'all come out this week, next weekend to the MVP Awards. It's going to be all weekend, so we're super excited for that. We were nominated. We still feel blessed and, and privileged to be able just to be thought about you know, we always say you never know who's watching you. People mm-hmm. watch you and you don't even know you're being watched. So it's really That's exciting. Cool. It really is. And, you know, Lee, speaking of Aaron Bebo, whose music we just had, The Keys to Bolivia, not only tonight do we have the men taking over, but Bebo and company actually took over the chat room a couple of months ago with a very powerful show. Uh, I believe it was Bebo, J.M. Benjamin, um, I can't remember who else was on, but we, I think we had Oh, yes, that was on. our, so we did the incarcerated show. That was the incarcer. Mm-hmm. that was the life after incarceration. Um, and right. that was, uh, Seth Ferranti, Aaron Bebo, right. uh, J.M. Benjamin. J.M. Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And there was one other one. I can't remember, we had, but uh, we're going to have. What is her name? We have to look. Oh, we had, it, was it was a, a girl up in the mix. Yeah, we always try to mix mm-hmm. it up. But our listeners have been waiting for part two, so stay tuned uh, to, to um, for the news of part two. I, lo- I know Tasha the May is always after. She, she wants that show back with Aaron Viva <laughs> part two. So we're trying to make it happen, so stay tuned and uh, hit those archives because that was a very powerful show, Leash, very powerful. Absolutely. And I want to shout out to them because they do so much. Um, and there's so many people that are incarcerated and in the vision, they don't really see it. And, you know, the expectation is in six months, you're going to come back. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In six months, you're going to come back. And that's, that is a stressful situation. And so being able to have people to, to just talk to about what life is after the fact, you know, how, how hard Mm -hmm. it is to, to not go back after six months, how hard it is, how many times you you know, make bad choices and you may not get caught, but it's still things. It's the whole process. And um, mm-hmm. hopefully we have that back in 2018. You know, Seth has been doing so much mm-hmm. um, since he's been home. I think I want to say he's been home two years and he mm-hmm. has done an amazing, I mean, his second chance is he's just doing amazing things. And so I know mm-hmm. his plate is full. I try not to, you know, whenever I call on him, he always comes, no questions asked. So I just uh-huh. try not to overload his plate. Um, and I know that he's doing a lot. He's doing a lot of filming. He's still, um, he has the gorillas, Gorilla Convicts. Uh, he still uh-huh. writes for that. He does, I believe he writes for Don Diva Magazine. So he's doing some amazing, amazing things. And so I just want to give him right. just like some air to breathe before I say, Seth, can we have you back on? Because I know he's doing a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. And he has blessed us a number of times here on the show, so we appreciate him. But, you know, speaking of that leash, it's hard for those that are coming from behind the wall that, that have been able to get out. The world has changed so much since when they first went in, especially if they've been in for a number of years, that the transition can be um, daunting. It could be overwhelming, and just to be able to have somewhere to go, someone to show them the way or, or show them the steps or just support them is an amazing Absolutely. thing. So it's a great thing. So check out those archives, and um, always, always try to support as much as you can, especially and our brothers and sisters true. behind the wall. Because, you know, change change requires consistent um, consistency. And they have to mm-hmm. have consistent support, and a lot of times they don't have that. You know, they have right. to really, really feel loved on because there's a lot of things mm-hmm. emotionally and, psycho- you know, mentally that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the, first of all, a person is not meant to rehabilitate. Shout out to Freeway Rick Ross, by the way. If you are in California, and um, he will be at UCLA uh, mm-hmm. on the 13th. Oh, that was today from 4 to 6. So if you're listening and you're in the L.A. Lit area, he is going to be speaking um, there about the end of mass incarceration. You know, he's really been an advocate since he's been home. He's done amazing things with his second chance. 
to be able to come home and speak to the youth and, and just kind of make different moves and, and make his voice be mm-hmm. heard. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I want to shout him out. So if you're in the L.A. area uh, and if you're available, make sure you head on out to UCLA from 4 to 6 p.m. He'll be there. He'll be speaking on the end of mass, on ending mass incarceration. So shout out to Freeway Rick Ross. I don't, I call him that because that's what people know him as, but I call him Mr. Rick. Um, because mm-hmm. he's just, to me, if somebody was to, t- if I didn't know who he was, if somebody was to mm-hmm. tell me, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, who, Mr. Rick? You know, I wouldn't believe it. And that's how, mm-hmm. you know, I think when you have a second chance in life, that's how it should look. It should look like a whole new life, you know, a whole right. new you, whole new move. And you can see mm-hmm. it. You can see the, the the change in people and the passion for change. And I love I love change. I love when people see change and they take steps to make that change in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And also check out his book. I, I, I had the uh, pleasure of reading it. It's an awesome read. It's an absolute awesome read. You literally feel like you're right there between the pages as you turn them. So check out that book. It's a great read. It's a fast read. So check out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Freeway. Uh, He's doing some things. I'm so proud of him. Now we got our Mm -hmm. first guest in the chat room. He's uh, one of of my authors, author Byron Carey. He's part of Reese World Publishing. So we're going to have him in the chat room. Hey, Mr. Carey, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Hey, B. Welcome to Let's Chat, buddy. Hey. Hey, 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 there. I was kind of <laughs> running on some funny time. <laughs> but nah, I'm trying to make sure I get here. <laughs> absolutely, no absolutely. Now, for all of those that don't know who author Byron Carey is, tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh, and your work. Ah, well, I'm uh, author Byron Carey. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I've written, well, published three books now, uh, Nowhere to Turn, Cloud of Judgment 1, and now it's Cloud of Judgment 2. Um, and that that's pretty much me. I, I'm a truck driver, and, and mm-hmm. I just love to write. <laughs> now, if y'all didn't hear that in his voice... Mr. Right. Harry is so laid back. He is so laid back. <laughs> he is. I'm ready to text him. Look, I'm ready to text him about them ums. Um. <laughs> so when you decided to sit down and write, what was going on in Byron's world that made you feel like writing was a necessity um, and publishing your work was a necessity? Well, uh, when I first started, uh, Right, and I, I used to do music, so I used to write a lot of music back then. And as I got older, I was talking to a guy. Uh, well, long. I, I guess I'm have to make it a little longer than I was gonna do it. But uh, <laughs> when I was incarcerated at one time, <laughs> and I was just talking about movies and stuff. And uh, so the example was uh, Minister Society at the time because of the dialogue and. Stuff like that. So the guy uh, was like, "Well, have you ever thought about writing a book or mm-hmm. or a movie?" And at the time, I didn't know how to do it at all, nor a movie, nor a book. But I was like, "You know what? Let me just write a long letter." So I ended up writing myself like 
a 300-page letter. <laughs> wow. Uh, and later, had years later, I went back and said, hey, now I need to make this into chapters. So I started going from there. And, and actually, that's where Nowhere to Turn, how Nowhere to Turn was, came from, a long letter to myself. Mm-hmm. And oh. I say it might have took maybe another six, seven years before I sat back in front of it and started doing chapters and, you know, kind of corrections and fixing on it and tweaking it some more. And it came in life for about 2014. Mm-hmm. But I actually wrote it in, in like 1998. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So um, that's where, where, where writing came from. After mm-hmm. the 2000 era came, I figured, hey, it's too late to be a a, a juvenile uh, uh, <laughs> rapper. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm too old for that. Uh, which I'm not old for. Uh, to my fans, the uh, people listening, I'm not old at all. I just feel like that when I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know where that comes from. But you know where it comes from. I think that. And don't inbox me on this. I think that when you have, when in your younger years, you have such a fast and dramatic life that now that you're getting chance, a chance to kind of do things differently, you're a little more settled because you did all your running. It's like, what what have, what can I do now that I haven't already done? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it, it's true. Um, I kind of t- I tell myself that uh, a lot, actually. I'm like, well, I've done this, I've done that, I've been in this and that, and so it's really nothing left to do but enjoy life and make sure my my kids get to enjoy life and do the same thing. And if I can help any other kids or any anybody else that's steered off, I, I try my best to do the same for them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at this point, I mean, for me, it's just trying to pass down some good stuff that could be passed down. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. could be financial. It could be just wisdom, some knowledge, or even some education, so just some enlightenment. <laughs> but I just try mm-hmm. to pass it down to them. Mm-hmm. However and way I have Mrs. to. Tony. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, Miss hey, Tony. <laughs> My favorite editor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Now, I want to take you back to to, to the time that you were pinning yourself this 300-page letter. Now, did you ever have it in the back of your mind that you would actually have penned additional books, that people actually are waiting for your books? I mean, I have some friends, you know, I'm always telling you, that I introduced them to your pen with uh, Clouded Judgment, and they have been like, when is part two coming out? When is part two coming out? <laughs> so have you? did you even think about having people <clears throat> me, actually waiting for you to drop a book as you were pinning this letter to yourself? Oh, I, I, I didn't – really, I didn't have a clue. Um, I know in my mind after – Seeing it, I really wanted to just see it in book form myself. So it it was just mm-hmm. amazing for me to even sit there because it, it was a time in school, like high school, uh, yeah, mainly high school, where 
I would have to write paragraphs. And I was pretty good at writing paragraphs then. And my uh, English teacher used to get mad because I wouldn't emphasize, kind of like um, uh, my my boss Lisa over there sometimes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I wouldn't just go all the way in. So I used to get mad about it and frustrated, and then I, I ended up dropping her class because mm-hmm. because of that. So uh-huh. then it came to a point where she done went from being a junior English teacher to a senior English teacher. So I had her again my senior year. <laughs> and she said, uh, so what's she trying to say? Bi- she said, Byron, uh, <laughs> I need you to write a hundred page. I want a children's story out of you. And I'm going to oh. let you walk the stage. <laughs> you want to hear mm-hmm. Mr. Byron? said, before I sit there and write a 100-page children's story, I transfer school. <laughs> and I did that. <laughs> so now it's funny that what I see it in writing, I always think back to her because I was like, man, mm-hmm. she tried to instill this and force this on me. And mm-hmm. I didn't take heed then because I was mm-hmm. doing other things I shouldn't have been doing. But now I appreciate what she was doing because – I've done written books and they've been published. I'm surprised. She saw, yeah, she saw something in you that you hadn't yeah. yet to tap into yourself. Yes, and you know, uh, old um, like my grandmother and you know the older people that I always pass down with, and they always say it's some stuff like, um, well, all the stuff that you don't want to do right now, it's gonna come back to you later in life somewhere. And mm-hmm. now I actually believe it because not just that, but just other aspects of my life, I, I've seen it come back. Mm-hmm. All the things, because some people can just be talented. I'm not speaking up by myself, but uh, talented in all kinds of ways, and they just don't really like it because it's something they don't really care to do. It's just a natural, natural to them. And then later on, right. maybe 10, 20 years later, that natural thing will be your nick. Mhm. That's true. And speaking of natural B, uh, this is still Tony. We're gonna try to let let people know who we are because they say we sound alike. Speaking of natural, in your crowded judgment series, um, it just came so natural to one of the lead characters about basketball. Talk to us about your relationship and what basketball <laughs> in the NBA means to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, basketball! You know that that was my heart. Uh, <laughs> Man, basketball was my heart, especially after my, my, my dad died. That was like a way to erase my pain that I was going through. So I focused real hard on it, man. And, I mean, I focused so hard on it. I played it all day, every day. And mm-hmm. um, I figured, well, everybody figured that I would have been in the league right about now. But I didn't make it to mm-hmm. the league as far as NBA. I played semi-pro. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played college. I I played semi-pro. I even had an NBA tryout that mm-hmm. I didn't make because I I got bit by some clues and I couldn't and I couldn't walk, so I missed camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I used to, I'm still humble about it, but I, I put up some great numbers. When I see Vince, when I used to see Vince Carter back in the day, I. Uh, he reminded me of me at one point in time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm. But um, yeah, that was my that was my love basketball. I still love it. Mm-hmm. I I still go out and uh, help help uh, some of these local teams coach and go check out quite a few games and try to help some of the kids with some extra little moves because it seems like later like like right now all they thinking about is breaking ankles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of, no. you know, that's all they want to talk about. I just broke his ankle in, but they didn't do nothing. They didn't score. So uh, yes. I try to show them just ba- some of the basics, uh, fundamentals, you know, three-point stance, uh, mm-hmm. if it's just basic dribbling moves, spins, uh, how to get physical if it has to get physical. Far as if you're a big mm-hmm. man, or if you end up being a point guard and you get down in the paint, you still have to body bump. So you got to be able to take it, because mm-hmm. with each uh, level you end up growing, it's going to get harder and harder and more physical. Mm-hmm. And some people don't like to be touched. They, they like a finesse game, so it's good to have a finesse game, but you got to have a physical game as well. It's almost as mm-hmm. bad as football out there on the court. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you, now this, exactly. this is Leisha. Our topic today is halves and pieces, and I'm glad T brought that up because my question is, how much of you is inside of clouded judgment one and two? Is it just pieces of you, or is it half of a story that you haven't told the other half about? Man, that's uh, you know, I've had some readers that know me personally. And they told me that each, uh, you know, between Devin, Christian, and uh, Grams, that's, they would say that's every little part of you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Which could be true. (laughs) Could be true. Uh, Because I kind of lived a a crazy, a funny type of life, I guess. To um, like my 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 siblings, you know, they just I don't know. My mother might have knew I was wasn't telling the truth, but she be, <laughs> she just believed it. <laughs> right? She just probably believed that I, I was just because I was a good kid. I, I mean, as far as grades and school and basketball, I, I was good. But away from home, mm-hmm. I was a different person. And uh, I I don't have anyone to blame for that, but uh, when when I lost, I was 13 when I lost my dad. So uh, I was just trying to find a a male role model type of person. But I've always been around older people as far as, you know, basically uh, I would be around my grandmother or her friends or older older guys that – but – it, when you started trying to figure out who you are, my, the, the environment and the little element that I was in kind of got the best of me. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Uh, mother said, okay, you're 13. Your sister's two years old. I'm, I'm working. I'm now. I don't have you. I don't have your dad, so I have to work a little harder. So um, you're gonna have to be a big brother slash father figure to your sister. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I can't ask mama for money no more. That's what I thought because I was a young kid, uh, mm-hmm. fresh teen. And I just figured I had to do whatever I had to do so I wouldn't have to ask mama so I could be the man, be the man of the house and all that, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. 
that right there was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. So, so was it, that it, a little took, pressure on you? Like, did you feel pressure um, just by, one, you probably were still grieving your dad, um, and then there was, mm. you know, there was the pressure of being responsible. You know, really at that age, who wants to be responsible? Like, I have to remind All my right. son to wash his hands. I mean, really, who wants to be responsible at that age? There's <laughs> always somebody that's going to do it for you. And so yeah. by you being put in the position to be responsible yeah. consistently, was that a little pressure on you at that late, at that young age? Yeah, it it was pressure, but uh, it, it it seems like uh, my dad, in between my dad and my my great grandfather and my grandmother, it's like they was preparing me, you know, to be able to take responsibility for uh, being responsible. I'm not saying responsibility, but being responsible because uh, my dad, he was a railroad engineer, but he built race cars, so he had a a, a shop where he built race cars and. Uh, motorcycles and stuff. So every day after school, he would have me up there working with him. Mm-hmm. So if, and if we wasn't doing that, if uh, they had some some land out in the country where it had cattle and stuff, so on a weekend he would make me go out there and do that. So he was building, instilling something in me, as far as showing me character and showing me hey how to be responsible. So when it came down to that. All I knew how to do was try to go out and get it some kind of way. Even though, and like I said, and technically the truth is I didn't have to. Uh, my dad, he he was he worked well, and uh, I, I got a Social Security check myself personally, and my mother would hand it to me, but I invested it in the wrong thing. Uh, and so technically I really didn't have a, a real reason for doing what I was doing but trying to, Trying to fit in, I guess. I can't mm-hmm. even say fit in, but the people that was that surrounded that was my age that was doing a lot worse because they called me a spoiled a spoiled kid at the same time <laughs> because I <laughs> I got pretty much whatever I wanted, but uh, I just still went and did did that. I wanted to know mm-hmm. the I guess the other side. It's almost like a I don't want to put myself in that example, but. A woman that hadn't had a, a thug, but all of a sudden she she want to see what a thug is like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. a perfect example, but uh, I'm about to say, you know, it's not that a woman woman wants a thug. Now we not, you know, it's that she wants to be led, and she a man in order to lead has to have a type of strength, and I think that's right. what they're looking for but they just don't never seem to get that because most of the time I'm just saying most men have a hard time leading themselves yeah I mean but on the the same I'm sorry I'm sorry Byron go ahead no go ahead no I was was, was going (laughs) to respond I was going to respond to Lisa at, at, at the same time you can take two guys one in a suit going to work on a nine-to-five and one with sagging pants, and you ask which woman she's more attracted to, nine times out of ten, she's going to be magnetized towards that thug because it's like she wants to know that naughty side. She doesn't want to – she doesn't want the – what she may 
think is a boring, you know, vanilla life. Right. She may want the excitement of of that thug, but that yeah. thug doesn't bring anything nine times out of ten, but pain and anger. To the table. So right, <laughs> right. So yeah, it's just that adrenaline. It's like an excitement? adrenaline rush. It's an adrenaline rush. <laughs> right. But it's true. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind mm-hmm. of what it was for me. Um, because I, I I would you know ride with certain people that did that, and I was just in the vicinity at all times. Where I was like, well, if I'm gonna ride, I'm still in the same trouble if I do it. So. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I, so so Byron, how do you feel? How do you see yourself now? Do you see yourself as that Doug, or do you see oh, yourself no. as that security? <laughs> Uh, oh no! How was your uh, evolution? <laughs> oh, my evolution! <laughs> oh, it's great <laughs> because, man, temptation. You know, people can talk about temptation and all that, but I, I don't have no temptation to do anything out of out, out the way. Now, I I would do anything to protect family, <laughs> but as far as myself on my own, hmm. But you know something, um, Leash and Byron, that can be slipped as well to the men. Sometimes you see these little fast mamas out here, and then you see mm-hmm. a woman that's put together, and you know you y'all going with the hot one, on one side. Exactly. <laughs> that <laughs> visual, because you know what they drawn by that visual as well. She got the little bitty waist, but she got the hips, and she got her behind, and she she got the P shape where she got breasts, and so they all in. And then when you unwrap it all the way, I don't mean just physically unwrap it, but I mean like mentally unwrap it. You like what is this? I need a reason. That is so true. I remember telling uh well, you know, before I was released, uh, me and this one guy, um, uh, we used to talk all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, he ended up leaving his, his his well, she actually left him in but uh, he ended up trying to say, I'm gonna mess with this person when I get there and I was like well, well, why would you do that? I mean, you just put it, you just did like five or six years, and I mean, you're gonna be doing bad when you get there. Probably, uh, I said, and it don't sound like she's doing no better. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. gonna make it. <laughs> and he was, and he was a bank robber. This was funny. And that he was a bank robber. Oh. I said, so that sounds like you could go back and rob a bank <laughs> oh. <laughs> when you get back, because I mean, you don't have, right you don't have a plan. It. Yeah, you don't have a plan, and it don't look like the person that you fit to go mess with has has anything to offer you to help you try to accomplish a plan. Cause, so it just seems like you're going to go back and rob another bank. And, mm. and right was, back. now that I mentioned that, I saw him maybe about about a week ago, and I asked mm. him about that. And uh, he, he was like, man, you know, you was right, man. I, I mean, he didn't rob a bank or nothing, but he said, man, I had to, I had to come home and leave alone. And now mm. him and his ex-wife are back together again. They they got remarried. I was like, ain't that something? Oh, look. Look at <laughs> yeah, that. So. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to come so, to your senses. Yeah, so that mirage <laughs> turned into some garbage. So, yeah. That's that, true, though. Sometimes uh, trouble is trouble. It's gonna, it can only take you so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty soon true. you got to own. You're you gonna have to own up to it and take responsibility for it and move on and <laughs> figure yourself out. 
and I'm glad he figured mm-hmm. it out. I'm, it, it took me a long time, so I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, now, Byron, I, I if we were sitting here a year from now, we were talking about the things that you accomplished in 2017. What are some of the things we'll be talking about? In 2017? You sure? <laughs> we're going to be talking what? a year from now about things you have accomplished. What are some of the things we'll be talking about? What What is your vision for yourself? What do you see your pen going? Where do you see your footsteps going as far as um, your career? And not even just your career, life in general. Life in general, um, man, I, 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 you know, I have a few more in the stable that I'm trying to get tightened up so I can uh, go ahead and get those published as well. So mm-hmm. I'm focusing on that. Uh, and really trying to come up with something different. I I have some ideas for something totally different in, in with uh, coming in, stepping outside of the box of my normal writing because I, I, I try to always step outside of the box. I might do mm-hmm. like uh, I, I did a real street urban thing. Then I did, you know, Cloudy Judge and then on on two, I tried to put a little mystery in it. So I just try to bounce and try to figure out, test myself. That's what I like doing, testing myself and see where I can go. Um, mm-hmm. As far as as far as writing, I mean, I'm I'm going to keep on writing. I said actually, uh, maybe uh, last year when you when you got back in touch with me, you, you expired me because you know I was I, I actually. I ain't gonna say I fell off, but I got redirected for a minute, and that wasn't for a bad thing, for a bad reason, but uh, at all. But sometimes family is, is comes a little, being a little more important than what you love to do or your goals. But uh, for that, yeah, that's where I want. I'm at with that. I'm, I'm with that. Uh, far as the book stuff, I, I'm. I got, I have two that I, that's already written, put together. Need to sit there, just go back over them, see what I need to take out, what I didn't, before uh, editor Tony uh, get on me. <laughs> 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 and then you two. Uh, <laughs> now I, I'll be perfectly fine with that. I, I love the way y'all criticize or whatever y'all have to do to get on me. For me, criticize. Yeah, oh, you and Lisa, yeah. I, I love to kick in the butt sometimes. Hey, we, I need it. <laughs> so I know I have to stay focused when I'm around you two. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we got to reel you back in. <laughs> yeah, sure well, right. Byron, I have two two questions. First one is just to wrap up the interview, and then I'm going to ask you a fun question. But as you see yourself emerging as a relatively new author in this industry, are there any veterans that you actually look at and 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 just try to 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 glean some jewels from? Oh man, yeah, I um, man, I just lost his name that fast, mm-hmm. but I can name some books. As a matter of fact, it's mm-hmm. him and his wife are a team on this uh, 
Ashley, uh, Jaquavis, Jaquavis Coleman and Ashley. Mm-hmm. I like them, man. Okay. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I like Nene. That's a that, that's a powerful uh, team right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, at the time that I started writing, uh, I loved John Grissom books. So, oh man, uh, I do too. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it it was something. Like I said, I, at the time, I, I was really wanting to. I, do a movie thing, and I just knew most of John Grissom's books went to movies, so I just loved mm-hmm. his books, and, and I would go down to uh, Benji. Uh, I mean, Benji it, Sherman. A, is, is yeah, that Benji Sherman? It's mm-hmm. it's it's quite a bit of bit on my list that I that, awesome. that I like. That's good though. That's a good thing. You know, sometimes you kind of look to the veterans and actually see how they move. But now for your oh, question, Byron, I'm going to try to rattle your case because I like doing that. Oh, yeah, huh? I, 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 said, yeah, said, I forgot about Aaron. Aaron Bemo. Oh, oh Aaron Bemo, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one, too. But your fun question tonight, B, I'm going to try to rattle your case because that's what they pay me to do. <laughs> because you just you got pearls, you might want to like clutch them now because ain't no telling what she going to say. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, we're going to ease them up to it, but, B, but if you were a piece of candy, a piece of sweet, sticky, I'm not even going to leave it at chocolate, piece of candy, what would you be and why? Oh, Before you ask that, <laughs> hey, Miss Carrie, how you doing? Okay, you can answer that. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, now, I would say. Uh, it's a rattle out a cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm just trying to figure it out. I would say uh, a Lucky Charm Blow Pop, uh, candy, candy Apple Green. Uh, what's that, Green Apple? Oh. Oh, yeah, I would say that. Flavor you know? and everything, and and yeah. why is that? That's your favorite. I mean, well, it was, uh, but uh, I would say because it might be a, a sweet and sour with a little thing about me, but <laughs> <laughs> it got it's hard. With, uh-huh. I'm on, but then I, I got a soft, I got a soft inner. So you got the soft I, I would go inner pop, like a like a blow pop. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I was talking about my heart now. I got a soft heart. <laughs> yeah, I got a soft heart. Man. I'm just saying, you did, you did, you did, you did describe a blow pop. I'm just saying. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> you know, I'm not a kid. I don't really oh. eat sweets. I don't really eat sweets, so I'm a little lost on. You if don't I do have eat to be the sweets, one I, to eat the sweets. <laughs> if I do, it, it, it might be some Sour Patch Kids or something, you know. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Byron, it is so good having you here on Let's Chat. Shout out your, your your current book. Shout out your new book. Shout out any events that you have coming up and all of your social media handles. Current book is Cloud of Judgment 2. Get Cloud of Judgment 1 so you can catch up with 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook me on Arthur Byron Carey. Uh, Instagram. Find out exactly what it is. Uh, Byron Carey. 
Byron Arthur Carey. Carey. <laughs> yeah, uh, Arthur Byron mm-hmm. Carey, true. Uh, and Twitter. Arthur Byron and, Carey. And Twitter. Yeah, man, I forgot about that. All the way across uh, the yeah. board. That's that Brandon. Yeah. Always Brandon. Yeah. Always, always cross, all the way across. Arthur Byron Carey, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There you go. <laughs> I have to get back at you on the website. Can't remember that one. Arthur Byron uh, Carey. That's all. <laughs> you should have been yes, asked Arthur that. Byron Carey. That's Arthur Byron Carey as well. <laughs> uh, now, as right now, I don't uh, think any events is on the the table as of the moment, but uh, it should uh-huh. be some stuff coming up. Uh, I okay. can't say when, but. Uh, I, at the moment, but I can uh, make sure I keep people posted mm-hmm. when uh, some things come around. Uh, okay. Don't we supposed to have something in um in July? Oh yeah. Well, like you know, I have a I do an eat and greet every year, but I changed it to 2019, so it's going to be March of 2019. But next year, as a company, Reese World, we're going to do. The uh, Atlanta kickback with five five six foot chicks, um, and that's yeah. next summer. And then that following February of 2019, I'm going to do my eat and greet. And I changed it because there are a lot of events this year, and some events I was invited to that are in mm-hmm. March. And so I picked March originally because nothing really goes on industry wise in March, and it's kind of hard where you got multiple events in one month it's hard you know as a reader it's hard you know when you're traveling so i I try to keep that in mind so 2019 Mm -hmm. we'll be back at the eat and greet and that'll be in february next year we'll be at the kickback atlanta kickback and so he'll be here from um for the kickback on next summer and a lot of different other things that you know will come around that i'm sure he'll take a stab at knowing him but well, we do appreciate you coming mm-hmm. and kicking with us here in the chat room. We appreciate you. Absolutely. You know you're welcome back anytime. All right. Well, yes. as soon as I see y'all at some events, I'm bringing bunch of blow pops. That's right. You better go just want to go family pack. Get a family pack. A family pack. <laughs> a mess. That's gonna be his. That's gonna be his treat on the table. Some some sour apple blow pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We gonna be at his favorite. Well, thanks so much, Byron, for joining me, Alicia. We truly appreciate it, and you. All right, thank y'all for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good evening now. All right, you too. All righty. <laughs> He's was so funny. funny. Absolutely. We appreciate everybody that's just tuning in to Let's Chat. If you missed our first interview with author Byron Carey, no worries. Just go back and check out the archives here on blogtalk.com. Our next guest is author Casper Hill. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey, hey. I am truly blessed. Truly blessed. Hey, Casper. Welcome to Let's Chat, buddy. Yes, yes, I'm honored to be here. Thank you guys for having me. How y'all doing? We doing good. We doing good. We have to say who we are because we sound so much alike. That's why we can finish each other's sentences and people don't know that they're talking to two different people. (laughs) (laughs) But for all those that don't know about your 
Dynamic Pen. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. People are starting to get to know me for the man that has started two businesses off a $10 an hour job. Um, like I said, um, quick little backstory, you know, Jamel Casper Hill. Casper is not my real name. I like to keep that in there. Um, Cause when people that knew me from the street say like, wow, he has changed. Then they know that, you know, mm-hmm. it's real. Cause like I said, I have, you know, I spent 25 years selling drugs in nine different States and I wound up doing 10 years in prison. You know, I was a drug dealer entrepreneur. I would always invest my money in some kind of business ventures, then go to jail and lose everything. And I repeated that process five times. And the last time I said, you know what, enough is enough. Before I end up rotting in this jail cell, I got to give myself an honest chance. And I came home, stuck to my plan. It worked. And now the man I am today is, you know, um, business righteous business owner. I still work my regular job. I'm in college. I'm into at four different schools, and I run the publishing mm-hmm. business in a day. So it be, you know, my days are chaotic, but I love the journey. I've been truly blessed, and I'm helping people change mm-hmm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, wow. and that's what it's Tony. all about. Tony. Go yeah, ahead, see. Tony. No, I was gonna say this is Tony Catherine. I can't believe it's been over two years since I first met you, and within those two years, I have seen the growth just just from me myself. The growth in you, your pen, you know, you as a person, as a man. So, how do you feel today? And did you think it would take time that it took to get where you are? Um, first. As far as I feel today, like I said, I do feel incredibly blessed because doors have been opening that I just couldn't mm-hmm. imagine. And I know that God has his hand on my life. Um, mm. And thank you. Thank you. First and foremost, do thank you for, you know, seeing and, you know, acknowledging the growth. And um, and like I said, I just, it's, it's it's been God, man, because like I said, even with the balance, even with the balance, I spoke with a pastor and I said, yo, sometimes this balance get tough. And he said, God would never command you to do anything and not give you sufficient strength to carry it through. So, you yeah. know, and that's what keeps me going every day. And like I said, I got another business venture that I'm working on. So, you mm. know, it's it's tough, but, but I'm incredibly grateful because I'm not walking that prison yard and all dead. Oh, that's, yeah, right. That's true. That's powerful. And that's, Absolutely. And that's where my will would have got me. My will, you know what I mean? Doing things my exactly. way, you know what I mean? Living that crazy lifestyle. And I've been through everything imaginable. So that's what helps me connect with these young boys when I go to all these schools, you know, and, and, and just help them because I understand every aspect that they be talking about because I've been through so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love to hear Sarah Jakes Roberts speak. And she talks about how we always have all of these ideas and all of these things that we want to do. And she says, um, but nothing starts moving until you get desperate. Until you get desperate for things to happen, um, that's when things start moving around in your life. And I remember reading a meme. It says, until you accept complete responsibility for your life, you will keep sending the same experiences designed to get your attention. I mean, what was the, what was the, I know you say you were tired 
of walking that prison yard. But what was that one thing that was going on in Casper's world where he was like, I can't anymore? I realized I was hurting a lot of people other than myself. Um, and that's one of the things that kind of woke me up, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm a, a man is going, a real man is going to accept the consequences of his actions. But it was like mm-hmm. when I got arrested in 2011, the last time, I had I lost I got arrested with three pounds of marijuana. I lost three businesses and did three years. Um, my kid's mother went to close one of my stores down, and um, she told the landlord that I needed to break the lease. And he started crying, and because um, you know around 2009 with the whole real estate bubble, um, it had took him a while to rent the, the place. So you know, mm-hmm. and he was counting on me and my money. You know what I mean to help him with his home keep the property and with his home bills. So, you know, that was like a relief for him. So for me to get arrested, it sent him back into a panic. So when he was crying, my kid's mother crying, my mother, all my children, everybody's like crying. I'm like, wow, I'm the one going to go do this physical time. And everybody's stressed out. And I was like, you can't just keep putting your people through this. Even if you didn't love yourself, you got to be mindful of the people that love you. Absolutely. And I was like, I can't just keep putting my, even though I was, like I said, I was tired, but I was like, I can't keep putting my people through this as well, because they're just going to give up on me. That's the best way for them to protect their heart, is to give up on you, and you never really want that. So that was one of the deciding facts, on top of everybody writing me letters. And then I had um, a lifer friend that said, you know, that was sent, he was sentenced to two life terms in prison. And he said to me, you're doing life installment plans. Keep going out, coming mm. back. He said, "You're doing, you know, you're doing the life installment plan, and you're smarter mm. than that." Mm. Absolutely, I remember JM. We had we did a show, and we talked about uh, because there's always um, talk about mass incarceration, and but there's really not a lot of talk about after the afterlife of it, because there there is life after. Um, but I remember J.M. Benjamin talking about his moment where he felt that he needed to change when his mother, I think it was J.M. Benjamin, where his mother said that she had put out an insurance policy on him. You mm-hmm. know, just that shock that, you know, the people that, that you need the most are like, hey, let me get ready. So when you mm-hmm. sat down to decide to write and decide to just take your life to a whole new level, let's talk about the after process um, when you came home um, for the last time and you were trying to get life in order. Tell us about those steps that you took um, to be able to stay focused on your writing, or did you come out and did you already have books written? I had, um, I've been writing even when I was selling drugs. I wrote movies before I started writing books. I had actually, through my course of jail, I had wrote five movies first. Um, but yeah, this last time when I got incarcerated, and JM is a friend, a good friend of mine, he gave me the inspiration from his book, you know, Incarceration to Incorporation. Um, I wrote the first half of my book while incarcerated because it wasn't mm-hmm. a shot. You know, I, I made up the decision that, you know, Success means more to me than failure, so I'm going to go home and I'm going to do whatever it takes to rebuild my business. And as I was doing everything, like, you know, I started building a real estate company, I was just writing everything down. 
Um, so like I said, I had the first half of my book, you know, my book from DOC to CEO, I had the first half written and that's what I talk about inside while I was still incarcerated because it wasn't a shadow mm-hmm. of a doubt in my mind that I was going to come home and do whatever it took. So I was, my days was like, you know, I would go out and handle stuff for my business and then, you know, um, might be at work writing stuff down. What happened through that day as I filed the paperwork and, um, I went through it. Then I went through a really traumatic experience that I couldn't, that I didn't have a clue what was going to happen to me. Like I went through a, 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 a serious breakup with my fiance, um, in the process. And that was devastating to me, but I just had to stay focused because success meant more to me than failure. And, um, like I said, I'm more than open to talk about that experience. Cause you know, it's, it's my life and you know, my life is an open book. But yeah, I had to just stay focused because I knew that it was a lot of hustlers counting on me because I was always, you know, I had a lot of friends and people, you know, just counting on me. And I was counting on myself. Like, because statistically, people written me off. People said, you know, this is all he knew since he was 12. He's not going to really change and stay committed. The minute things get tough, he's going to go back to the old him. So I had to just Mm. stay, you know. But I knew in my heart that it was serious to me. I knew that I could make a move and go do something in the streets. But at the end of the day, the worst thing that a, a man or a woman could do is leave this earth and never knew what they was capable of. And that's what I needed to find out. And if mm. I didn't give myself an honest chance, I would I would have never knew that I can build two businesses off a of $10 an hour job without cutting no corners. And I cut literally no corners. I didn't sell nothing since I've been home in 2013. Nothing illegal. Now, I haven't done mm. anything. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Now, I want to, this is Tony uh, Kaplan. You, I want to bring up the book that you uh, were just talking about from DOC, DOC to CEO. First of all, the cover is powerful. And I'm assuming that those two hands are the same person interacting from one to the other. Yes. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about that book. Um, like I said, it's, you know, it's the mindset, just letting you know, it is my life because, you know, I walked out of prison and I came home and rebuilt the business the right way. Um, and it's that mm-hmm. mindset just to help people like me that had that deep-rooted criminal thinking um, mm-hmm. that there is a better way because people don't believe in a better way or they scared out of their mind. So that's, like I said, both hands represent me walking out of prison with a new mindset, being free, mm-hmm. not just making parole, but being free. Right. From the psychological change of the streets and from ourselves and our old criminal ways of thinking to being a legitimate business owner whose life is so much better. Mm-hmm. But you know, Casper, that psychological prison can be so Ooh. more uh, inclusive oh. and powerful than the actual walls that you walk exactly. out of. You are absolutely right. It is. That's the real one. That's it right there. Like you said, that um, that psycholo- them psychological chains mm-hmm. have destroyed so many people. Yes, they are. And little kids, you know, like I said, I'm meant to have four schools, so I'll be having to explain this to little kids because in the inner city, selling drugs has become like a culture. They, uh, it has cool factors. And so I have to go in there and help them redefine what's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's like, you know, I'm they, it's, it's cool as they think in their mind. It's cool to say, you know, I'm out here. I'm hustling. I'm doing me. Nah, like doing you is, is, is destructive. Mm. Do you yeah, the right you way? Nowhere. And get you nowhere. A heartache of pain. And I tell mm-hmm. them that from experience. I I was a victim of police brutality. I said, listen, I was doing me when the police bust my head open with that walkie-talkie. I'm laying on a puddle of blood. And from there, I had to go to Rikers Island with stitches in my head. Mm-hmm. That's real. <laughs> and then six months <laughs> later, I'm you know I'm I'm doing me when the cop ran up on me and I beat this police officer up. And next thing you know, I'm charged with assault on police officer. But I had to get out of that because where was that going to get me? Mm-hmm. Angry towards and, you know, the police. We talked about this a little bit last night on our show. How um, this generation—they don't have everything is sugar-coated. There are no details. It's it's a microwave society. Everything, everybody wants something fast. They don't really work for it. And a lot of the kids nowadays feel entitled. But a lot of that fast money, even not even just drug money. Even at YouTubers, I mean, kids are just like, I could be a YouTuber. It is everything is sugar coated where they don't have details until they actually get in it and realize how real it is. Trying to move forward um, and being held back at the same time. Now, you know, they always say when you come home from jail, you're in the same mindset as, or the same age as when you went in. Can you just talk about the mind um, process, the the mindset of it, being able to, you know, they say a lot of people come home, they have PTSD, just getting your mind right, being able to have your mind in a whole different space of peace. Talk about that process. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, you are absolutely right. Um, yeah, the mindset, because what has to happen, whether you want to or not, like, I remember it was this old-timer from Philly said to me years ago, and I didn't realize. He said this to me in 2002, and it didn't become reality to me to 2016. But he said, in order to move forward in life, there's some things and some people you're going to have to leave behind, whether you like it or not. And he put emphasis on the whether you like it or not. And I didn't realize it until 2016 when I had to end a 30-year friendship because our lives were wow. headed in two different directions. This was somebody that I sold mm-hmm. drugs with since I was 12 years old. And I had to end mm-hmm. the friendship because he don't believe in my change. Like, he knows it's working, but he's still coming. Yo, listen, could you hang out with me over here? And I said, listen, where I'm going, I can't afford to be hanging out with you over there. I can't afford to be hanging out with you, and you still living that lifestyle. And that's mm-hmm. hard for a lot of people because it's like you can't be around people that is still, you know, if you're trying to change and do right, and rebuild, you know, you can't be hanging around the same people that you were doing the dirt with, that's still doing that's dirt. Right. That's right. And that's extremely hard. You got people today that still think like, yo, you know, those are my homies. Are my, but that, I, I have to tell some people that's not going to work. Mm-mm. That's not, not going to work. Not if you're trying to advance. Not if you're trying to advance. I don't, and I know that's a reality for a fact because, in my old life, you know, when I was living that life, I caught a, um, I got charged with homicide because I was hanging with the wrong person that committed a homicide. Mm-hmm. And I can't afford mm-hmm. to have that today. For me today, 
I have to, you know, like you said, walking out of prison, I have to, I fight through so many different mentalities because one of the biggest things I'm doing today is I can't afford to go from DOC, the CEO, back to DOC. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to handle my problems differently today than I used to before. The old me was like, yo, what? You you got a problem? Okay, yeah, we're going to go get them pistols. But I can't afford to do that today. I got little kids looking up to me, counting on me. Absolutely. And then change. Change is hard. Um, oh, the thing with hard. change is, and like you were saying, everybody's not going to be able to see your change because the expectation is that you remain the same. And it doesn't even have anything to do with you. It has to do with the fact of you are changing and that change may require them to change, and they're not ready to do that. You see what I'm saying? And so um, I'm glad you brought that up about being able to um, cut people off because sometimes if they're not, one, if they don't see your change, it's because they're not ready to change themselves, and that's not going to be uh, conducive to the lifestyle or the new life that you want to have. And then support is so important. And when people forget about you and you have don't have that support like you need, you really need to be they need to be loved on. But when you don't have that, it gets frustrating and I think that's what drives them back in. They don't have that support. They don't have you know, they have people that are saying, Look, you know what you need to do, just do it. But they're not getting loved on. That's true. That's true. I agree. Which is why my company is called Team Success. And at the core of team success is your relationship with you and God. That's the pillar. That's the foundation. So even if I tell men sometimes a day, like, if you got nobody else that love you, you got God. You got God. And, um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and love on that relationship. And your life is going to be all right. Do right. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, and you nurture this relationship with God and you say, you know, um, Bread gained by deceit takes, you know, biblical words like bread gained by deceit takes sweet to a man, and the, but in the end his mouth shall be filled with gravel. So, God, I'm going to live right. I'm going to do right. And you nurture this relationship, even if I don't have nobody else supporting me, and I'm going to do what's right, no matter how hard it is, I'm going to be all right. And then eventually you start attracting the right people into your life. It works out. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that negativity and that crime, it cannot be the answer. And change, change is very tough, but it has to be some value there. Like something within has to say, you know what? My life is more than a jail cell. I deserve more than that. That change in value has to go hand in hand for it to work because you got That's certain true. people that, that, that don't value. They say, you know what? I don't care about this. I got to get this money. I don't care about no sell. That's they don't value themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Antoine, author Antoine Thomas, you know that A forty eight web series and all that stuff. I remember uh-huh. him saying something to me about a few weeks before I got arrested because I had, you know, I had the bookstore, so I used to meet up with him, get books from my store. We, you know, we had like a alliance going, and he and I had met up with him one day, and he see I got three phones. I pull up in my Mercedes, and I three phones ringing, and we trying to get these books from my store, and he had already changed. Um, but he told me, he said something to me. He was like, yo, listen, ain't nothing worth you going back in that cage. Mm-hmm. 
And I heard his words, but I was like, yeah, nah, definitely, homie. You know what I mean? But I ain't ready to give up. And then I got yeah. busted a few weeks later, and I heard his words echoing in my mind. Mm. Wow. So it has to be when you're ready, not when someone else suggests it. Has it has to be when you're ready. You. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. It's a matter of you coming to a place in your life where success means more to you than failure. Mm-hmm. And you choose and, that. And, and it you becomes a, a desire. Yeah. You get you get desperate for it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You, you get Absolutely. desperate for change. You get desperate for, for not going back. You get so desperate for it that when it comes down to cutting off 30-year relationships, you can do it no problem because it's like, exactly. look. I'm desperate for this mm-hmm. thing. So you said mm-hmm. you had a bookstore. Tell us a little bit about that time in your life. Um, how did you juggle everything? Because, I mean, I, I never sold drugs before, but, I I mean, it's a 24-hour job, and the books <laughs> is, a, is a rough business. That's 24 hours, too. How did you balance everything? Honestly, um, I think that was that – was, because, like I said, at the time, I was living negative. I was selling drugs. So I think God was teaching me what was inside of me. Because I, I, I truly believe that everything happens, um, you know, and my philosophy is God knows best. Like, anytime somebody says, how does it? I say, God knows best. Because um, I truly believe God was showing me what I was capable of. I just was moving too fast to really see it and understand it. Because you got a lot of drug dealers today that can run corporations. Mm-hmm. but they don't give themselves a chance. So God was right. showing me what's in me and the power that I had. So when I look back and I say, because there was times I had, um, my stores was right here in York, Pennsylvania, on Market Street. So I remember at times I had the bookstore, and then I had I was getting renovations done on my clothing store up the street. So I would close that store down for a second and run up there and check on the painters. But then somebody might call me and said, I need five pounds. So I would close that up and then run. Then somebody else is calling me saying, hey, listen, I'm at the bookstore. I'm coming here to show you some love, but you're not here. Then I would run, meet them over there, and it was like a cycle all day long. Then I just got the mm-hmm. permit to shoot a movie, so I'm juggling all of this before I got busted. But I think when I sat in the cell, I was with God showed me, like, listen, you on top of everybody writing me letters. Don't you see what I gave you? The That's capability? Right. He, and you using it wrong. Yeah, I gave you the opportunity to choose. And now sometimes, you know, we don't sit down and and do certain things. He makes those choices for us and sits us down. And sits us down. So, And I'm thankful that he sat me down and it wasn't for life so that I can see what I was capable of and then come home and apply it. Mm-hmm. And I juggle a lot on a daily basis. Like today, I only had two hours of sleep since I got off work. Seven o'clock this morning, two hours of sleep. I'm running and I'm planning this book tour and I'm on the phone with different schools and I'm faxing paperwork and I'm checking stuff for my real estate company and I'm fighting with this company in China over my boxes for my bow tie line, handling stuff with books. I was in a bookstore earlier, just to bat, but God showed me what I can balance already and I'm thankful. And that's what I help teach other hustlers like, yo, there's some amazing stuff in you. Maybe you give yourself a chance. Absolutely. And also, Casper, you know, we, we kind of wrapping it up. You never know who's watching you, watching your oh, exactly. move, how you move, yeah. you know. So so people are watching, and you may not even know it. They're just looking at the steps that you take. So 
continue to do CASPA, continue to con- continue to excel and always look above because that's where that's where your strength comes from. Thank you. Thank you. And you're right. Absolutely. You never know who's watching. I know it's so many people around the world just watching me. And I get letters from so many inmates in prison saying, "Do it? Is it really working?" And some mm-hmm. saying, "You telling me you ain't just sell lift? You ain't just at least some pills?" I said, "I ain't sell nothing." Wow! Illegal. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, so I'm thankful. Awesome. And, yeah. And well, I'm gonna continue though. to watch you grow. Thank you, thank you, and that's what I thought. And I'm and I'm gearing up, and God is great. It do some amazing work, and like I said, I'm I'm helping some young kids understand their power. I love working with these young kids and helping them get it and turn that light on. I got this thing, you know, your own switch. Because when that light click and something in your mind says, you know what, I'm a I'm a go for this. I love it. I love working with these kids. And you're going to see some amazing stuff from me, some amazing work. I'd be surprised sometimes, right. even myself, like, wow, God, like, I'm, I'm, I got this, like, wow. But, yeah, some amazing work coming from me and, you know, some movies and and I'm, awesome. and it's going to be some prayer because I, I pray to balance it all. I'm in a, you know, I got, I got five children myself that be requiring my attention on top of everything else. Everything and, else. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. Well, that's great. Gonna... You keep up the good work. You know you are always welcome back here on Let's Chat. You just hit one of us up and we make it happen. And we're in your corner, Casper. Alicia and I, we are and in I, your corner. I appreciate <laughs> it. I do. Y'all have no I appreciate it. I appreciate it because it's tough. My dad just came home from doing 18 years. So I have to teach him wow. stuff and help him transition uh. and change. And he wow. was a very violent man. He, Like I said, you know, he just did 18 years for shooting somebody over $50. Wow. Mm. Well, I know you're going to take him under your wing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Keep him close. Well, we're going to like have a, 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 sec, a part two to the um, Life After Incarceration show in, two, in 2018, and we want to make sure we get you on that show, too. Oh, yes, please, yes, yes. I mean, I'm we definitely to... in. Mm-hmm. And the it's pa- so much the panel to, was powerful. So the panel was yes, powerful. Yes, and it's so much so to had, cover. Mm-hmm. Jay and Benjamin was actually on that pa- panel as well, as well as Aaron Bebo. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, Jay is a good friend of mine. Like I said, author Antoine mm-hmm. Thomas, he helped me so much, even with publishing in the transition. You know, like I said, from him telling me, you know, positive words of encouragement before I went to jail, just trying to, you know, plant them mm-hmm. seeds. Then he stuck by me the whole, you know, three years that I did. And then when I walked out, as soon as I walked out of prison, he contacted me and and was there and just gave me advice on you know, self-publishing. Mm-hmm. And and that That's has awesome. been an incredible blessing, incredible blessing. Mm-hmm. This book has been mm-hmm. a a blessing that I couldn't have imagined. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, Casper, I'm going to give you a, a fun question as we wrap up your interview. Once again, Alicia and I have so enjoyed having you in the chat room. And make sure this is not your last visit. (laughs) Oh, definitely, definitely. (laughs) But yeah, let's bring it. Let's bring it on, the fun question. We're going to keep it. we got to still stay in the candy store. That may be your next venture. (laughs) Okay, okay. I got a silly side to me, too, and I like to have fun, so let's bring it on. (laughs) 
But if you want a piece of candy, Mr. Casper Hill, what type of sweet, sticky piece of candy would you be? Mm. Real quick, and I hope, and for and, my girlfriend, because I, I don't know. want her to kill me, but I would be a Mary and I Jane. I want to know why. I, I would I be a, know why. I would be, you remember that little candy, Mary Jane? That's that old school candy. Yeah, my mama used yeah, to like I those. That, I would be that Mary Jane because I'm light skinned. It's, it's, it got a little yellowish to it, and then it make you sing like Mary Jane. <laughs> he he reached way back, leash, and he put a tune to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Casper, thank you once again, and please before you I leave the doors in the chat room, please shout out your social media handles. Your event that's coming up in a couple of weeks, as well as where they can get your debut book from. Thank you. Um, yeah, my social media, you know, hit me up also Casper Hill. Um, my Instagram Casper Hill. I do have a Twitter Jamel Casper Hill. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really get to be on Snapchat a lot too much because I, you know, I, I interact with people. So like sometimes people will hit me up and say, I want to copy your book. So I want to send to my son in prison. I write they they son a heartfelt letter. So I don't get too caught up in mm-hmm. social media. I like to stay grounded and rooted and help the people out. Um, mm-hmm. as far as upcoming events, my my website is under construction right now. So I should have that next month. Um, okay. so people can book me. But I do have, like I said, I'm planning my book tour. Um, I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, next Saturday, October 21st. But all week I'm visiting. I'm visiting schools. Mm-hmm. Um, after school programs, I'm walking the streets, talking to drug dealers on the corner. Um, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm going to be doing. October 21st, I'm in Harrisburg. That following weekend, I'm hitting up DC. So I'm just planning this book tour and I'm coming to cities near you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we wish you nothing but the best, Casper. And, uh, we know Thank you're you. going to stay grounded and in prayer. So keep doing you. I appreciate it. I thank y'all so much for having me. And like I said, I'm coming back to see y'all. Yeah, we're gonna have you back. We're gonna have you back when your next book drop. We're gonna have you back for our uh, next after incarceration show. So 2018, we're gonna be seeing a lot of Casper. And like she said, we are here for you. We appreciate you, and we want you to keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. And the next book is, like I said, 2018. I'm releasing two books at the same time. They're gonna be powerful. The psychology of success for people in, in the city, because in order to win. We got to think different. So I'm going to help people win. And that's one of the things I didn't really discuss. You know, I have over 20 years of studying the psychology of successful people. So, you know, I help people win in life. I help at least 10 uh, ex-offenders find employment and, you know, get get their own businesses and things of that nature. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back and doing the panel and, you know, talk about my next two books. It's going to be awesome. Well, we'll be anticipating your next visit. Thank you. Thank you all. You're welcome. You enjoy the rest of your evening, Casper. Thank you. Y'all too. Thank you so very much. That was great. I love, I love change. I love people's change. Um, I love to see and feel the passion people have for just for themselves and the things that they Mm -hmm. do. So that was awesome. Make sure y'all head over to Amazon. One click his book, give him support. We have our next guest, 
coming into the chat room, Mr. 4.9, Sharif Jadon. You know, today we're talking that talk about halves and pieces. And, you know, in books, we always read books and we wonder, is that just a piece of their life or is it a whole half of their life that they're talking about? Um, and so as readers, we get curious when we read interesting things. And so this mm-hmm. is another one. This is Mr. Tice. That was my favorite. That's one of my favorite uh, series. I've read every Tice book. Uh, and so we're excited to have him back. He was in here shooting shit with us last night. We were talking jive about relationships, and he was holding it down for the men in a room yes, for the women, as uh, Miss T would say. <laughs> hey, Sharif, how are you? What is doing? How y'all doing? Hey, hey. Hey, 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 Sharif. Welcome back to the chat room. Now, Sharif, what we didn't get to talk about last night were what you had cooking in your creative kitchen. Let's talk about it. What you have cooking in your creative kitchen. You did mention a little bit about Tice coming back. Tell us the things you have cooking in your creative kitchen. Uh, you know, let's 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 you know. First of all, thank y'all for having me on the show. You know, like I double up, I triple up, quadruple up. Whatever y'all need me to do, I'll do. Okay, y'all y'all are two lovely thank ladies. You. Yes, baby. y'all are role models. Very few of them. <laughs> thank you. Um, oh no, no, thank y'all. Thank y'all for having this show. I'd be watching Doctor Phil right now if I wasn't on this. No, hey, so yeah, we good. <laughs> uh, creative, uh, yeah. First of all, I can't stop writing Tice because people would come try to find me and whoop my ass. No, so um, <laughs> that, he's not a way for people that are listening. I hope all my 4.9 very supportive listening. He's not a way, okay? I just had to do my own thing because he got a little bit too big. And people were like, you know, Tice, Tice, Tice. I'm like, well, I... I I wrote the motherfucker, like, for real, like, you know, seriously, like, I wrote Tice. Like, <laughs> like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's an awesome man. I get that. But, hello, I wrote him. But, yeah, he, he, he's mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to come back with a Type 8. Uh, yeah, I already got the storyline planned out. Uh, maybe 2018, I dropped that on y'all. But uh, right now, it's, um, I shift it over to, uh, you know, songwriting and making music. I'm always going to do that. So, uh, yeah, it's branched out. And uh dropped the single, and I uh, guess yeah, it's doing good. It's doing good. We're making moves. You know, I have my team on it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Never know. Yeah. That's, that's Never know what true. And what's going on with Dallas? What, what you got going on with Dallas? You know, talk about size. What you got going on with Dallas? Because everybody, everybody, that's the girl everybody loves to hate. So what's going on with Dallas? Uh, she is mm-hmm. currently um, on pause, but I will be bringing her back. A lot of people slept on that book. No, no, they didn't sleep on it. They, they, they just looked at it like I, I can't stand Dallas. I'm not gonna read it. I was like, well, just read it. You know, even though you don't like her, just read it. But then, if you look at the reviews, there are people that are testifying like I, I still don't like her, but I respect her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She still ain't my favorite, but she did her thing in that book. So, you know, I'm glad I converted some people over to actually liking her. So when you do that, you know, with a character, you can't help but bring her back. You know what I mean? So 
that was part to steal the digital bank. You know, that's also coming in 2018. You know, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm still writing. You know, I'm just uh, one of the only authors I know. Urban fiction to cross over. You know, what I'm saying it's a non-fiction relationship because fiction with ties and now you know music and uh, drop the single. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got you reading. Mm-hmm. I got you bumping. Yeah, I, I I make you. You know what I mean? I make you read and I make you dance. You understand? Yeah. Absolutely. You make so let's talk a little bit about this <laughs> album you have. Why did what tell us what made you want to go into music? What what was it that made you decide that you wanted to step into that uh that realm? Uh, you know, um when you're like an an artist, uh, you know, it's just it's all words to me. You know, what I mean when you're an artist it's just it's when you feel that that pull. You know what I mean? When you when you when you feel like I could do it, you know what I mean, then but you just want to go in that direction, and uh, I'm a Leo, so I take risks. I I I figure it out along the way. I just say it, I as an adult, and then I figure it out along the way. So I figure, you know what I mean? I've always wanted to write songs, always been into music, even before I wrote a book. I've always like loved music from everybody, from Sam Cooke to Pink to Coldplay to Marvin Gaye to Lil Yachty. You know what I'm saying? I love all music. You know, just if it's good music, I like it. I figured. All right, well, yeah, I can make a song that, you know what I'm saying, people can jazz to when I did. And then people, people are loving it, you know what I mean? So we're going to do more, drop more. Soon to be an album, but right now it's just a single. Drop the next one, November. Mm-hmm. And keep it going from there. But, yeah, just creatively, I'm not, just not one-sided. I'm not one-sided, mm-hmm. you know. I can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But it's all based in words. Songs are just words. Right. That's it. Words to a beat, just your, lyrics. Mm-hmm. Now, Sharif, this is Tony. We got a hand up that someone wants to talk to you, but before we take the hand, I just have a quick question. What is the biggest difference between the two industries? You have you you've been part of the literary industry, and now you're a part of the music industry. What is the biggest difference or comparison that you've seen between the two industries? Wow. Um, Okay, well, I'm just now getting into the music industry, and but I mean, I, my manager, she she's awesome. She's teaching me a lot, you know. And uh, but I say the biggest similarities you said, or, or differences. I'm sorry. Um, both, because you both. kind of okay. walk differently in both of them, right? You have to walk differently. Yeah, you do, you do, you do. I mean, one, I mean, writing books, you're more behind the scenes. Like you're actually totally mm-hmm. like behind the scenes because your book actually speaks for itself, and you know you get to interweave these characters and you know create a storyline and people take and paint pictures, but they don't see mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? They, they, they don't they don't hear you. Things like that. So when you mm-hmm. want a song, you got to be you know that that whole painting that picture yourself, bringing that energy in, in in person, and then even in the booth. If you hit right. that booth, you hit that mic and you dry, it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, but the same thing with a pen, but it's just more in your face. So you got to be pretty much, you know, on on both. But one is more visible and more instant. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't take okay. a person eight days to read a book. Take a person thirty seconds, you know, maybe to hear a song and be like, I don't like that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a true. lot. It's a lot more intense. You know what I mean? You got to channel that energy, like and just channel that creative juices, and just really be kind of concentrated. You know what I mean? Instead of stretching right. it out over, you know, 200 pages. You got to right. compact it. That is a you know what I mean? In, in three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then actually but you feel like taking a, taking a call from, from one of your listeners? Always. Did you see that call? 
Always. Always. That, they, they're the reason why, why, why I was able to do that, you know? Why I was able to cross over. Yeah, let's go. Right. Okay. We're going to bring in 510-857. You're live on Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Alicia. And the man himself, Mr. 4.9, Sharice Jadon. What's your name and where you calling from? Hi, my name is Tasha. I'm calling from Oakland, California. Hey, Tasha, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. I'm just so excited. I just had to call in and say hello to my favorite author. Um, well, hello, I, Beth. No. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just want to say I love your Thai series, and I'm, you know, starting to read the rest of them. But as I've been following you on social media, I've seen your song, Paralyzed, and I've connected, of course, with your, your your book, and now this song has really connected with me, so it's like you're getting me on both ends. I don't know if y'all have y'all heard the song. It's Paralyzed. I've been mm-hmm. playing it over and over. <laughs> yeah, we're going to play it. Yeah, we're going to play a little bit of it in a little while. <laughs> it's, like he talk, it's like he's talking to me, really, the words and everything, so mm-hmm. I identify with it. So I just wanted to let you know thank you for that. You're welcome. Wow. Thank, you. Thank you for being all the way in Oakland. Taking time out. I know it's like crazy traffic in Oakland right now, right? So thank yes, you. I'm on my way home from work right now. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All the way home from work, calling into the show. You see that, Lisa, Miss Tony? That's, that's right there. That's, that's why I go on the booth and, and take the chance of embarrassing myself. See? Right there. Uh-huh. I got people like that to ride with me. <laughs> and, you, and how do you feel, Shree? She said she, your song speaks to her. You know, you are literally talking to each individual. How, how, how does that make you feel that you touch the the people like that? It made me feel good. I mean, it's, it's kind of like when you make somebody a meal. You know, like when you fix, when oh. you put your heart into a meal. You know, when you go in that kitchen, you just every trick you know. You know, every little, mm-hmm. like, you, you put the butter in the cast iron skillet, you know what I mean? You put a cornbread and, you know, put a little applesauce in there. Like, whatever you do to make your meals, if you serve it to somebody and they eat the whole thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just look at you like, man, that was good. And, they, and, they, and you know they ain't lying. They ain't lying because they, they elbows was up when they was eating it, you know what I mean? They was in, you know what I mean? So it makes you feel good when somebody appreciates what uh-huh. you do, you know what I mean? And it, it really means- touches them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling, and we appreciate you listening to the show. All right, thank you. You're welcome. We're going to put you back in the queue. Please continue to listen. Okay. Yes, awesome. Now we're going to take 718-992. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Pam Williams, and I'm calling from the Bronx, New York. Hey, hey Grace. No, hey Tice. He know he's Tice. He's front. He keeps saying what? he's Sharif. No, he's Tice. He just said he's just not showing up. Let me tell y'all about this one right here. Let me tell y'all about this one right here. She is a reader, but she is the sweetest. She tell me good morning every day. Me she too. is me too. just the sweetest inside and out. She is gorgeous. Yes, yes. Did you tell other people good morning every morning? I thought I was the only one. 
I'm Leisha, honey. Don't get it twisted, sweet cheeks. <laughs> oh, this is my way of getting in contact with the people that I don't talk to every day, that I'm not in contact with every day. I just want to let them know that somebody's thinking about them. Yes, that's why oh, I that's do it. That's so sweet. That's yes, so sweet. Because sometimes that's the, only, that's the only greeting that some people get all day, all week. That's you true. know what I mean? Some people don't get some people don't get nobody to say good morning to them or good afternoon. Mm-hmm. So my friends list and see people think I do group. No, I don't do group. I have over a mm-hmm. hundred people that I send that message to every day, one by one. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Name by don't name. I took off. I took off for two days. That's special. I took off for yes, two days because Tuesday was my birthday, so I said I'm going to take Happy off Happy belated day. birthday. Thank you. And then Good. I took off um, yesterday. But I'm back. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Uh, 69. Uh, like 69 years young? 69 That's years right. young, right there. All right. That's right. And, That's and right. you look like you're 22. 69 is still fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rocking them dresses. I've been seeing them dresses. I said, man, she looked good. Man, you, 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 you eat the You know what, Sharice? Dresses, they suit. They suit. Those my Sunday oh, flow. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. suits. Most of them are three piece suits. Okay. I, Those I, I, are my I, Sunday flow. Got you. Got you. I just I'd be seeing you looking clean. I was like, oh, it's purple. There's red in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. Every mm-hmm. Sunday, I try. You know, that's mm-hmm. my thank you back. That's my thank you back to God for giving me another life. Mm-hmm. You know, I dress. I don't dress up for the people in my church because half of them I don't like. I dress <laughs> up for God, <laughs> and that's real. That's real. I don't like half of them, and they don't like me, and I don't care. I don't dress well, up for what you there for. Everybody don't right. like you, I don't like them. I'm just saying. I, I can't say anybody can not like you. Well, they don't. Like you, I'll it's like some that. that don't. It's some that don't, and it's okay. But you're so sweet. It's all right. I don't know how they don't like you. They don't like me because I dress better than them. Instead of them oh, asking me where did it. I get from, <laughs> they hate on me. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. See, and I don't have a problem telling people where I shop. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I live in New York. I go down to the garment district. There we go. That you know, mm-hmm. ask me. I'll tell you. Just don't go down there and buy the same shit I bought, because I do not want to see myself coming. We're not twins. Yeah, I don't want to see myself coming. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, you know. Well, we appreciate you, Pam. We're going to put you back in the queue. We're going to give all of those that have not heard Paralyzed a little taste of what Sharice Jadon is cooking in his creative kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Let's Thank hear you, it. We appreciate you, Miss Pam. You're welcome. Thank you, Pam. Happy birthday, Pam. Bye, husband. Happy birthday (laughs) to Pam. Oh. You're so goofy. She is sweet, though. She is really sweet. Yes, she is sweet. I would say Pam, yes, to like a fight with me, like like the Easter dinner. Like this. Pam is, yeah, she's the truth. Yes. Let's see that. Let's see that new piece of Mr. Cherise himself, Mr. Tice. Oh, y'all better get ready. 
I don't see it. I see this one, but that's only relationship. Oh, here it is right here. Okay, y'all ready? We got so much music mm-hmm. in here. Shout out to everybody that always sends us a little music to listen to. We appreciate y'all. Y'all be bumping. This- y'all be bumping. This is paralyzed <laughs> by Arthur Sharif Jadon. This for you. Yeah. 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 Fuck that nigga that you went out broke in. Yup. I see it. Fuck that nigga that you went out broke in. Yup. I see it. Tell us a little bit about what was going on in your mind when you when you 
decided to write the lyrics? I think we lost Tim Lee. Did we lose him? Teresa, if you go back in, press your one so we can bring you back in. I think we lost him. Oh, no. I think that was him. Because I want to know what was in his mind when he was writing Paralyzed, too. Got the ladies all paralyzed. <laughs> and he was serious about it. So I got some questions about that, that this, this here music. Mm-hmm. Is that him that just popped back in the chat room, Lee? You see that last uh, number? Yeah, I'm checking my phone to make sure. I think so, though. Or Bob one. Okay, there you <laughs> All go. right. So what was going yeah, on in your mind when you decided to sit down and write this here? Well, okay. Well, first of all, did y'all like it? Don't, don't yeah, we, it, it. we played it, didn't we? We wouldn't have liked yes, it. Trust me, we wouldn't have played it. Y'all played the whole thing. Y'all played the whole thing. Yeah, I was. I'll, I'll wait for y'all to cut it off. <laughs> That's gonna read that. We wasn't ready to cut it off yet. You can't give us you can't be giving us no samples and treats and then think we ain't gonna eat the whole thing. There we go. There I like that leash. But no, I uh to answer your question, what was my mind state? I have a I have a confession to make. Like I have an allergy, a severe allergy to bitch niggas. I do. It's just, you know, like bitch. I, I I can't stand moist ass men, you know. So when I wrote, when I sat down and wrote that, you know, I actually had a woman in mind that was dealing with a moist dude. You know what I'm saying? A little little paper towel moist dude. You know what I mean? So I wanted to just say some stuff that you know that are real, you know that that will address that. Because a lot of men be sitting there playing with these women. You know what I mean? And they really are just boys. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to come hard with it and just say what it is and be myself on the track like I always am. I'm blunt up to the point, no filter. So I just wanted to say something to address all of these men out here thinking they men and playing with these women. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck that nigga that you with. Oh, broke ass. That's what I wanted to say. That's what needs to be said. So that's what I put on paper. That's what music is. That's what this is. To be yourself. Well, well, we get some response. Pam says she loved it and she has it downloaded. Thank you so much, Pam. And she said you, you have no filter at all, Jerry. Yes, I don't. That's so, it, it is what it is with me, you know. So you know, I say what y'all think. Y'all be wanting to say fuck that nigga with his broke ass. I know people out there want to say that, don't y'all? Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I'll yeah, say it. Do the talking. <laughs> right. I mean, I'll say it. I mean, if, if that's the there case, but I don't know too many people. I don't keep too many people like that in my circle, though. Well, good for you. Good for you. Like, like, man, people need to be more like you. You know, there's a lot of dudes out there that ain't qualified to be with the woman they with. I'm just saying, or or a woman at all. Right. We, and and sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes the intent behind what they said at the time that they said it was there. But after a while, I think that a lot of times when it's a situation where you that that man's only support, sometimes it's just in not that it's in the moment, but they meant it at that time that they said it. 
But then it's when things start getting good, when life starts changing. Sometimes people forget. Yeah, they 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 forget their their their, their job, their that promise to you and all that. That's, mm-hmm. that's, Absolutely. That's point. Yeah, yeah. So they basically they fall off, correct? Right. There you go. There you go. Yes, mm-hmm. it's all addressing that, you know. So, but apparently a lot of women are, uh, you know, can relate to that song. So. You know, I'm happy I did well, it. You heard I said, you know, you. I'm sure she's not alone when she said that your song talks to her. So, you know, a lot of people may be in different levels in their lives, but it touches them. Yeah, and that's what music is. It's a, it's a soundtrack for your life, you know what I mean? So you might have a, a relationship or a past dude, you know what I mean? When that song comes on the radio and you hear it, that, that reminds you of that time when you was with that dude. You ain't with him no more, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. music is a soundtrack for your life. Different events, you know, reflect different songs. That that song right there, okay, it's a it's a it's a leave a bad relationship song. A lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And you know what, Sheree? This is Tony. This and sometimes we as women we're very emotional, and sometimes we can look back on a situation or or years past, and and we may not know what fashion was going on, but we know how we felt emotionally. So we can tap back into that. So that can touch people, women on different levels as well. You know, we, we know our emotions. We carry our emotions. And we can relate to any situation on how we felt. All right. And bring it right back up. Just call it right back up. And bring it right back like it yeah. was just yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right down the street. But, but, but you're not exactly. in that place no more. You know what I mean? So, so now you can enjoy it. You know what I mean? You can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. We've talked about your musical career, your literary career. You know, what's next for you? What What's the next big venture that you, you, you want to go into? Share that with our, our listeners. The next big one? Well, I'm going I'm to keep dropping music. Sounds good. And I think people want me to do more of that. So after that, though, I would love to have sight on the big screen. Yeah, that, that's one of my dreams. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now that would be a dope I mean, movie. I mean, I'm gonna just say right now, the Ty series, if 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 done right, the Ty series, you know, this may be a stretch, and people will be like, "What? Like you ain't never read Ty? You may think I'm crazy, but once you dig into Ty, you think you'll see I'm very sane. The Ty series, if mm-hmm. done right, could rival Power. Straight up, mm-hmm. if done right, mm-hmm. if done right, could rival Power. That's who would be your lead character? Who would play Tice? Give me two people that you would want to play Tice. I mean, I I don't know. Just even an unknown would, would would be able to pull it off. You know what I mean? Just depending on that that energy. Because Tice got a certain appeal to it. You know what I mean? But if, if the whole series is done right, I mean, it could be a known actor. You had to come with it, but you know, I like that. I like that. Uh huh. I like the unknown. I like the unknown. I'd rather have an unknown person play Tice. That way it gives an origination to it. You know what I mean? It gives a face to the character. But he had to bring it. But if it's, if it's done right, that whole Tice series, mm-hmm. please. Please. But don't, don't, don't nobody think that it could be better than power. Let me get my money right and get Tice on the stand. Y'all will see. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. <laughs> now. I 
Now, when you sat down to create Tice, you know, our topic today is halves and pieces. Now, Tice, the character himself, is, is he a pieces of Sharif or is he half of a life uh, that of that Sharif had? Both. He both. Both. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, it's a lot of me in Tice. I say it a whole lot. But then as it is, a whole other life I had, you know, Ain't nothing, they ain't nothing fake about me. You know, if, they, if I said it in a book, you know what I mean, I'm, I'm not killing people, of course, it is fiction. You know, but a lot of things in types I have done. I'm not going to say what it is, you know what I'm saying, be it, you know, sexual things and, you know, getting money. And we already, know you're a freak, we already know you're a freak, honey. We already know that. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good thing, right? Is it a good thing? Oh, no. No? Yeah? Well, seeing as you bought the little trollop, uh, <laughs> Dallas around, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here we go. But hey, Dallas is just misguided. She's 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 young, but she her heart's in the right place. But she loves hard. But she's you know, she's just young. You know, give her a little. Mm. You know, but but she loves hard. Y'all, y'all can't say that she went down for that. Y'all can't say that about Dallas. Mm. Right. You say so. <laughs> now I do got a question though, because you know I'm 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 Team Angie. What made you take her to such a broken and um, weak place? Because she's a strong. She was. You put her out as a very strong character. Yeah, and she still is. Because when you go when when you take a strong character, and then you take them through something. And then they come out on the other end, they're even stronger. So for those that can that, like appreciate that, you know what I'm saying, they, they saw the growth. Everybody fall. Everybody get knocked down. Everybody trip up. Don't nobody have it all together. That's like trying to eat once and for all. It can't be done. It can't be done. So when, when, I, when I took her through that, it was only to build her back up, which I did. I did that. And so now she's stronger than ever. You know what I mean? So for those that look up to her, you know, look 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 up to that character. They can see that damn Angelique can have a coke habit. You know what I'm saying? And then like, and rebound from that is shaking and still keep you know things together. Go to prison. You know what I mean? Come back strong and still be you know, you know the the the, the HBIC. You know what I mean? Then damn, okay, that means I can go ahead and just deal with this little situation I'm dealing with. You know, as long as I got people around me that that love and support me. So yeah, with a strong character, yeah. Got a tester, mm-hmm. him or her. Now, gotta, Sharif, how how challenging was it to to um to bring life to those female characters? Because you know, Tice is a strong male character. What was your inspiration, or who was your model to to bring such a to bring two women lead characters? Where did you get the inspiration to to make them authentic? Well, I mean, uh, I kind of drew from. Like women that I've known, and then uh, like my my mother and uh, my sisters, and then myself. Like I put myself in a female like state of mind. You know what I mean? Like what type of woman would I be if I was a woman? You know what I mean, after, after, I think mm-hmm. every man asks himself that question. Every woman asks themselves that question too. Like what kind of man would I be if I was a man? You know what I mean? Like I, I, I never asked myself that. <laughs> you never. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, no, no, but like if I was born a man. No, no, like, I, I never like asked myself that. No. <laughs> See, not, not like, not like Caitlyn, whatever baby. What, 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 what that dude's name? Uh, Caitlyn Bruce. Caitlyn Bruce Jenner. Jenner. Not like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, not, not, not like. You hit me, Caitlyn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one is he? Is he Kate? Bruce? Who's Kate? He could, I don't, I don't know. know today. <laughs> It all depends, but yeah, I've never, you know, I, 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 call me an Amazon, but yeah, I've never, I've never thought about if I was a man, because I think that as a woman, we, we have a lot of power. We got, we got, we got power that we don't even tap into, and not just pussy power, because pussy is, that can, that can tear a government down, but we have a oh, lot good. of power. We are Influencers, we are builders, we are farmers, you know, so to be a woman is to be a dope creature. That's just for me. So I ain't never thought about uh, what it would be like to be a man because y'all ain't dope <laughs> like that to me. <laughs> I'm just no, no, you know what? And, and I'm 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 saying to every man listening or whoever, women, if y'all understood how much power y'all have, men would be in trouble and the world would change overnight. It really would. Mm-hmm. If y'all, if y'all mm-hmm. actually, if every one of y'all just woke up tomorrow morning and it was like a light bulb went off, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Trump will be out of office, shit will change. I mean, I'm telling you, y'all, 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 y'all run the world. I just don't know it. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not, 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 not enough of y'all do. Not enough of y'all do. Mm-hmm. Every woman wants to find out how powerful she really is. Y'all set mm-hmm. the tempo. Yeah, y'all wow. do. Y'all set the wow. table that we dance to, and we see and and and, and the whole misconceptions. I'm I'm gonna do a little 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 pimping game on y'all, little little pimping. You understand? Look here, <laughs> see, 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 see. It ain't it ain't it ain't men that do the choosing. You understand? It's women. Women do the choosing. Men just wait to get oh. choked. We just put ourselves in oh. a position to get choked. And we 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 work out. We get to our fancy car, we get our hair cut, get our paper up. All we do is wait to get show. That's it. Now, a woman mm-hmm. does the choosing. Now, when, when she does the choosing, the man then has the choice to, you know what I mean, to, to accept her or not, you know what I'm saying, or to deal with her or not. That is on us. However, mm-hmm. can't choose the woman that we want. She got to choose mm-hmm. us. That's well, it. a lot of men need to to to, to take that show yeah. class to, well, to realize that. Don't be mad. Don't be mad because your chick chose me. You understand? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Mister Four Point Nine. But Sharif, okay. I have a fun question that we didn't get. I didn't get to um, ask you last night. And for those that missed Sharif's appearance on Let's Chat last night, you have got to check out the archives because he was in rare form. But um, I have a karaoke question to. for you. <laughs> y'all was live. And it was live. It was live, and and, and Avery was was awesome. <laughs> Your fun question, because we okay. did a relationship question last night, and we talked about the different characteristics of each sex. But your question is, if you can take two characteristics. You're stranded on a desert island, and if you could take two characteristics from the perfect from your perfect mate and bring along with you to instill in one of the natives, what would those two traits be to make you a happy man? On a desert island, Ooh. Mm-hmm. And two, you can only got luggage. You only got room in your luggage for two character traits. 
A two, two oh, character trait. Okay. Not, not, how about a body body parts? Let's put it make it body parts. Body parts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I I asked both. Okay. So 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 not 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 talents, but character traits. Like okay. I want honesty. You know, so seriously, I want I want to, I, I, I want to be stranded with somebody that's lying to me. That's worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> forever stranded with somebody who's gonna lie to me. Like no, that that, that ain't cool. Um, mm-hmm. and then I would like um. I would take uh, persistence. Persistence. Yeah. Persistence. Honesty. Okay. I, yeah, I, honesty, character trait, and persistence. I mean, with honesty, even 100, if you're persistent, stranded on the island, you're going to figure it out because you're going to be persistent at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, you're going to keep trying until you feel you that fire. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, because yeah, you know it's just to you, but it's something that you're going to have to tolerate, be able to tolerate. Yes, yes. Okay. Right? Yes. I mean, imagine being stranded with somebody who give up easy and lie to you. Really? That's like horrible. Okay. <laughs> and give me two body Maybe parts. Body parts. Ooh. Um, uh, a mouth. A mouth. <laughs> That not mm-hmm. not you know just for speaking because you want to talk to somebody and also other things and yeah. Well, and well I'm say, assuming that the, the native will have a mouth, but uh, okay. <laughs> I hope she has a <laughs> <her> mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't like another planet. They ain't got no mouth. Okay, so uh, uh, I mean, I mean, what's the obvious? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 the uh, yeah, the, the uh, the cream tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I wanna, I wanna have that on there. You know. Okay, um, so so you're 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 gonna have room box. in your luggage, but these two, you're gonna have uh, those three, those four things in your luggage to create the perfect mate on a desert island, and that'll make make you happy. Yes. A mouth, right now. A, a juice box, honesty <laughs> and persistence. Be good. A juice good. box. <laughs> you never heard it called juice box. Oh, oh, only you, Sharif. Only you. <laughs> the little juice box. You put it so elo- you put it so eloquent, eloquently. Yeah, yeah, juice box. Yeah, That'd be your next yeah. the next subject for your next song. Her juice box. Me, yeah, her juice box. Yeah, let me see the juice box. <laughs> You know what? I'm not yeah. gonna go there with that. I'm gonna leave <laughs> that right there on the table. <laughs> You're not gonna drag me in it. Huh? I'm just saying. Let me see the juice box. Yeah. Yeah. Leave that's our next sample we he's gonna send over to Les Chat. We're gonna be playing the juice box next week. <laughs> All right, all y'all gonna be singing. Let me see the juice box. Yeah, stir it up, stir it up. Switch, switch. What? I'm not, I'm not, y'all done got me all discombobulated over here. Sharif, you shout out your social handles as well as where they can get your music and your books and whatever else you may have uh, that they can come see you at, any events that you may have. Uh, Well, um, I'm opening up a Kirk called Bangs out here in Denver. On November date to be determined, but I will post that date up as soon as I know. Um, so, looking forward to that uh, event coming up in November. 
So then as far as my books go, stay everywhere books is at Amazon.com, Kindle, Relationship, Audio Books, Audio, Audible.com. Um, got too many books to name in a short amount of time. You just search Read 4.9, pop up, you see them all. And uh, music is everywhere, really. I'm like Visa, everywhere you want to be. But <laughs> that's uh, Apple, that's Tidal, I'm on Audio Mac, I'm on Spotify, I'm on uh, Google Play, wherever you stream at, iTunes, yada, yada. Don't put in Sharif mm-hmm. Don. We're going to look at you like we can't find him. Put in Sharif <laughs> 4.9, and I'll pop mm-hmm. up yeah, and press play. Just look loud. All right. All yeah. right, so, now. Yeah, oh, that's well, you, know, you can order the music there. But I'm, I'm everywhere. So I'm, mm-hmm. I don't drop nothing in one place. I, I did this for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, Pam said you need to come to New York, and uh, I'm going to co-sign with her on that. So you never know. You have many fans here in New York, so you got to make a trip out to the east. Yes, I plan to do that. I plan to. So yeah, tell Pam I will be in New York. I'll be, I'll be everywhere. So just, uh, okay, gotta plan we gotta that look out. Plan that out. <laughs> well, Sharif, yeah. you know we so enjoy having you here on Let's Chat, and our doors are continuously always open for you, my friend. Uh, so That's until crazy. next time, and there will be a next time. Absolutely. Yeah, remember. Remember. You're killing me, Leisha. She's that switch. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Y'all ready? We're going to stick it together. The words is let me see the juice box. Yeah. I am not about to think about it. I am not a backup tonight. Come on, no, 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 no. We're going to sing it like as a trio. That I'm going to ask Swiss Swiss on the back end. I ain't about to be singing yeah. about no juice box. I'm already a juice box. But I'll say Swiss Swiss. Okay, okay. There we go. You ready? You did it before. There we okay, go. go ahead, Let Sheree. me sit the juice box. Yeah. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. You can't really wait. Yeah, oh, really I come in late. I come in late. I come in early. <laughs> crazy. You crazy. We appreciate you, know. I'm gonna hit you up. Okay. All right, you so. a mess, <laughs> We appreciate Good you, Sarif. We thank you for chilling with us. And let's chat. We appreciate y'all. We will see you guys the week after next. Next week is the uh, MVP Awards, where T and I are nominated, so we don't have a show next week because we'll be doing all the events down here in Atlanta. But we appreciate everybody that nominated us. We appreciate everybody that listens to us, and we will see you guys in a few weeks. Thanks again, That's and all good. our listeners, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. And Sharif, till next time, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Good luck on your nomination. I hope you win. Well deserved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. This for you. Yeah. 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 Fuck that nigga that you with. Oh, broke ass. Yep, I said it. Fuck that nigga that you with. Oh, broke ass. Yep, I said it. Yeah. I don't know what it is about you, but I want to go fast, not slow. Yeah. She got me when I realized we did and said, but where you
die, we sniff and trip I think I'm about to fall Fuck that nigga that you with Oh, broke ass Yup, I said it Fuck that nigga that you with Oh, broke ass Yup, I said it Fuck that nigga that you with Oh, broke ass Yup, I said it Fuck that nigga that you with Oh, broke ass Yup, I said it Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.